One time, let's do it again, yeah, live smackdown, podcast from the shadows and it's black, doing the damn thing, WWA, smackdown live baby, they're not feather, let's get it. Yeah, final stop for Royal Rumble, we about to get it popping, it's the go home, we met with Becky early, now I'm be open about it, we have already seen this episode of smackdown live i was able to see it all uh live while it was going down and it was a very good episode uh i'm i remember how this segment turned out it was spots where i didn't get to see but for i was think i saw about 85 percent of the show you know uh, let's hear what becky has to say in a promo and then i'll get directly into it uh, i know she's gonna uh get interrupted but We'll continue with the show afterward. Again, the Royal Rumble is streaming this Sunday on the WWE Network. So Becky comes out and, you know, shares that she's simply better and she should win. She never technically lost to Asuka. It's, um, it is kind of real. She didn't lose. And to, you know, see Asuka with the championship representing the championship the way she has uh, since she's won it. And some fans, you know, have a claim to it to say it's been a cool run. Becky doesn't think it was a cool run at all. So, I mean, she's never technically faced Asuka in the ring. So if Charlotte beat Asuka and Becky beat Charlotte, then this is why she would lay claim to being able to beat her one-on-one in a match. We're gonna find out at Royal Rumble, but of course this brings the women's the women's champion out to talk that Japanese to her. Uh, we see what the promo was, you know, and I we all know that Oscar's, you know, I think her English is getting better, but it might not necessarily be like in ring ready to cut a promo. So there has to be a level of mystique there as far as her looking strong. Either way. This brings Charlotte out, and uh, now we have uh, a little bit of steam to being able to well to provide a level of balance, just as far as uh, the English translation would go. But if she comes out and she's, uh, you know, going at the both of them, she went at uh, Ronda and uh, Sasha, who who are going to be fighting for the women's championship, and for this one, for the the two in the ring. You know, she shared with both of them that she's able to defeat them. And, uh, I mean, you know, Charizard is Charizard and the man is the man. But, you know, to say that she's pretty much already the main event and those two are really just uh, fighting for a second place spot. I mean, it enraged the women's champion. So you see the women's champion has to make herself look away. I mean, she is the women's champ. Some would call out the possession bit, but, you know, um, she went at Becky, attacked Becky. Charlotte was uh, loving every second of that. She was enjoying them argue initially, but to come out and rile them up enough to get a fight going, at least Oscar, you know, attacked Becky from behind and was getting a fair amount of offense in as far as just a brawl went. We had a lot of officials come out and try to break it up. But once that happened, Becky was able to turn the tide 
even when they got him out the ring, Becky did a spin move around one and attacked, well, continued to attack Oscar, had her behind the announce, the announce desk. And, you know, it made me recognize that Oscar started the fight, but the man, Becky Lynch, won the fight. You know, looking strong going into the Rumble. We all know some of the, you know, ideas to say, oh, if they look strong on the go-home, then they may, you know, they're probably going to lose on Sunday. Uh, we never know what's going to happen. So, uh, even though Oscar, def well, excuse me, Becky walked out looking strong here, Oscar, I think, is going to come with uh, something to prove for real on Sunday. So, it's going to be, uh, well, I'm anxious to see it. I'll say it like that for now. And... I mean, it, is, it looks good. It looks good in my opinion, you know. Becky came out and some people are uh, sharing according to her uh, what she should be doing. And there have been certain tweets we've all seen uh, or at least heard about how Becky Lynch uh, gets on the social media. And she's almost untouchable. You know, nobody's, well, I bet she would say she is untouchable on the Internet. You know, anybody that's going at her in a negative fashion has definitely been met with straight fire. So, you know, I think that she's going to continue to have this momentum, you know, and everyone uh, having some form of critique as to what she should be doing might have the idea wrong. Like, if she's the man, Becky Lynch, and it's her character, then it's not about what one would feel as much as Becky Lynch conveying her character, you know, so, oh, no, that's not something the man would do, are you the man, do what she's doing, I mean, in that, in, we're talking in storyline, but this is uh, just the, you know, the online Twitter aspect of what Becky Lynch is doing is uh, one of the major points as to what her promo was about, Charlotte did what she had to do, and Oscar did what she had to do, but Becky ultimately looked strong in that segment you know thing you know, they always talk about if you see it already you see it a second time you know now you know a little more about it like movies and tv shows and such like that you see things you didn't see so yeah this was a cool opening segment and it definitely has me ready to see how this match between the two on sunday at the royal rumble plays out I don't want to, I don't think I have a prediction as to who's going to win because that's one of the, uh, like, what are the outcomes? So, you're like, what, if Becky wins, you know, does this put Asuka completely under the bus, especially in the ever with no uh, rematch clauses, well, no guaranteed rematch clauses, you know, where does this leave the rest of the women's division? And hey, speaking of the women's division, next up, we have uh, Naomi taking on Mandy Rose and... Uh, this may be the blow off, but this could be the official start to the rivalry. We know Mandy Rose has been attempting to get in between uh, Naomi and Jimmy Uso's marriage, or you know, because well, simply because she doesn't like Naomi. We saw last week what happened with the room key, and um, we're gonna see who is able to take the victory here between the two. Wait, because well, before we even get to that, we queuing backstage, back to the show, and Becky and Oscar are still brawling in the backstage area. 
Oscar had uh, Becky down and was attacking at her before all of the backstage officials could break it up. But Oscar had a, looked a little bit uh, better in the backstage, bro. Like, so we could maybe tie it up something, you know. Either way, uh, what, what did the commentary? quite the promo. They had the backstage storytelling, funny narration. It's pretty funny. Since Christmas. So, Mandy Rose picks up the win but, but with the assist going to Sonya Deville. Uh, Naomi went over the apron was preparing for some sort of a springboard attack, maybe. And Sonya Deville was... Sonya Deville uh, grabbed her legs now, when either way, the referee was distracted with Mandy Rose by being put, well, she was pushed into him. But when Mandy Rose came back to the ropes, when Naomi was able to kick Sonya Deville off, she pushed her into the post and then pulled her back into the ring for the one, two, three. It was a little odd. Uh, you know, we're not too sure where the rivalry is going. Jimmy Uso in the ring, you know trying to be there and support his wife. So I'm not too sure where this uh this this back and forth is going. Like is it a, is it done now? You know I'm I'm a little perplexed with it. But now we met backstage a promo with Rey Mysterio. He has a two one three four or two out of three falls match later on tonight with Andrade I assume well, is gonna be the main event. Would be a is a Last week they had a great match. The tag team match was great. These guys have been going back and forth for some weeks, and with no Zelina Vega at ringside, I'm pretty well. I'm 100% sure that these guys put on a classic. This is just the beginning of 2019, and the new match. You know, this is new match. It's a new face. You know, Rey Mysterio isn't new to us at all, but he's a lucha deity. You know, he is the greatest of all time as far as uh, Lucha Libre goes in my opinion I know that he's uh his name is synonymous with the culture so to be that in this new age yeah and Andrade is an up-and-comer with is completely capable of doing all of the things that I shared with last week it's all three it's a good offense it's uh an ability to be able to reverse or get around it and then it's a, you know, ability to be able to take a hit and look good doing it, you know. Your defense would be, I guess, you know, reversals and stuff like that and how agile you are. So Andrade has all of these things, and him and Ray put on our classic. Either way, well, excuse me, have been putting on classics. So back my backstage with uh, the best tag team in the world, Miz and Shane O'Mac. Let's see what they have to say. Oh, okay. So next up is going to be Miz taking on uh, Cesaro. Uh, last week we know that uh, it was a crazy uh, victory that came about. You know, the bar and the best tag team in the world. They've, uh, you know, it looks like a story of clearly the bar being able to get the victory, but the 
going up against the best tag team in the world, you know, one on one. So far, you know, uh, Sheamus took that defeat last week, and this week Cesaro is going to get his go at it this Sunday at Royal Rumble. They're going to be going at it for the tag team championships. I don't, I don't have a pony in the race. I just know that building toward it, it's uh, been fairly chaotic. You know, Shano last week went from coast to cake. You know, like he kicked the cake in the face is a good cushion <laughs> for him and you know Sheamus ended up taking that L ultimately and uh the you know Cesaro we're gonna see how the match uh, unfolds between them it's just been chaotic ringside each and every time these guys have going at it thus far it's been some chaos but it all started from Sheamus bro kicking him in the face after the challenge so these guys are serious <laughs> that's what I'm seeing and uh a win for Cesaro here would uh, get the momentum right back on their sides. Let's see how the best tag team in the world is able to handle this one. And so the match between Miz and Cesaro went fairly well. It, it, it was definitely, again, chaotic ringside. Uh, the It was a crazy moment. It, one of those uh, sports entertainment spots like the NFL replays. The... The craziness started when The Miz had Cesaro in the figure four. When Cesaro was able to reach out to the ropes and get the rope break, Sheamus pulled him out of the ring. You know, it's good. It's tag team partner stuff. But when uh, he got him up and everything was fine, Miz came outside for a a uh, drop rope, I mean, a drop rope, a drop kick uh, through the ropes. He misses and hits Sheamus. Now, Sheamus didn't do anything, and they were having a fair match. But hitting Sheamus uh, is what I think really sparked the rest of that story that took place. You know, Shane came over, and, you know, they calmed down, but... Because the, the main story here was ringside. They uh, and everything calmed down and they went back to the match. And Cesaro was able to get his foot up on the ropes when he was going for a pin on the Miz. This caused Shane to push his legs down. But that was when Sheamus came running around and attacked Shane. The end of the well, the ending of the match aspect of that segment was Sheamus kicking Miz in the face when he was on the ropes. Cesaro was getting uh, well, the ref was pulling Cesaro off of Sheamus because he had to. Uh, well, you know, he's on the ropes. You can't just continue attacking. So uh, Sheamus kicked Miz in the face. And this was uh, enough to get Cesaro to set Miz up for the neutralizer. One, two, three. Shane attacks Sheamus after the bell and sends him into the stairs. But, well, in uh, ultimate, well, at the end of it all, Cesaro, well, not the end, but either way, Cesaro ends up on the announce table. And he was preparing for a, well, he's, he, Shane was going to go for the big elbow. I believe it was Cesaro, at least. Either way, he was going for it, 
and it didn't work. Uh, one of the team members came and pushed Shane off the top, and hey, Shane went to the barricade. He catches a mean bro kick. They went and beat him up. Miz tried to save Shane for a moment. You know, I'm thinking about the play-by-play -play of it because it was it was it was one of those moments. You know, leading into the tag team championship match at the Royal Rumble this Sunday, it's uh, it was one of those. It took a minute. I would I would almost have hashtagged Royal Rumble for that one because it was uh, it was one of those type segments. So Shane took a mean bro kick to the face. They put Miz on the announce table and then. Like double body slammed, uh, they full press slammed Shane, like in an inverted sense, and threw him through the Miz through the announce table. So Sheamus and Cesaro walk out looking strong. And hey, you know that we're not gonna say whether they're gonna win or lose on Sunday. I know that the best tag team in the world is a bit of an odd couple. You know, never say never. We could see whatever ending. You know, but, you know, they definitely have the momentum on their side heading into the Royal Rumble. So, that was that. I thought it was a real cool segment. It was funny. You know, had its moments. And, it's, again, been it was chaotic. So, when these four guys are in the formal tag team match, it's uh, going to be quite, quite, the quite, quite the story, I'm pretty sure. So, Mustafa Ali and Samoa Joe are going to have a match. A little later on tonight, because, well, because uh, last week they were supposed to have it, but uh, Joe attacked or blindsided Mustafa Ali during his uh, entrance. You know, uh, Samoa Joe has been laying claim that he's going to be in the Rumble and he's going to win. So uh, him taking out Ali, he said, was a sign to the rest of the superstars in the locker room. Ali had a cool little video package. Uh, you know, speaking on how he thinks he can beat Joe, pretty much. And we're going to see how that match takes place in a bit. Meanwhile, uh, uh, so Mr. McMahon is coming on down to the ring. He's going to be uh, pre Presiding over the face-to-face, -face. last match before the WWE or the last uh, face-off before last night before the Royal Rumble. They're gonna have uh, wait. They don't wanna say anything about what happened with Shane in the match. Gotta let these people come on out.
Thank you, Mr. McMahon. So, AJ's in the ring, but Daniel Bryan doesn't want to get in the ring. And he claims it's because he's he's not trying to uh, get in the ring with somebody who promotes the things that AJ Styles promotes, like eating hot dogs and doing what you want because, you know, spent the hard-earned money to get in the building. So enjoy yourselves. Daniel Bryan is uh, attempting to use his platform to uh, spread a spread a cool message if it's done correctly. But, you know, the new Daniel Bryan doesn't care how he does it because he's the world heavyweight champion. So he's standing outside of the ring. Uh, Mr. McMahon wants him to get in the ring, but let, let, let this man go right ahead because he's, he's, uh, he's trying to go in. He's using his platform to spread the, you know, gospel of the greater and good. Well, for the greater good. These people want you to be their champion because because you make them laugh. You oh make man. Them cheer. You get them to jump up out of their seats, but you never once make them think. Hmm. You never make them feel guilty about their actions that they should feel guilty about every single day of their lives. You don't make them feel bad about themselves. But I don't care about their feelings because I am not the people's champion. Daniel nope. Bryan is the planet's champion! And he's wearing a rainforest shirt, so he's definitely repping for the planet. And you see AJ... So Daniel Bryan goes on to, you know, go at Mr. McMahon because Mr. McMahon, again, he wanted Daniel Bryan to get in the ring. Daniel Bryan seemed to be scared. AJ spoke on him being scared of getting in the ring because he knows that he can't beat AJ or anything like that. He doesn't want to get too close to him. Daniel Bryan goes with uh, more reasons as to why he doesn't want to fight. Or doesn't want to get in the ring for the face-to-face. -face. And uh, when Mr. McMahon had enough, AJ said, you know, we don't have to just, we don't have to do this. So he went, chased him down, started a brawl. AJ was on top, sent him back in the ring and was going for a phenomenal forearm. Daniel Bryan grabs Mr. McMahon and hides behind him. And when AJ was uh, coming off of the top to cancel, you know, he had to cancel the move. Daniel Bryan runs in with a running knee. Commentary, pretty much, well, Byron Saxton called it cowardice, you know, but either way, uh, there was a, 
That was the way that all took place. Roy Rumble coming up with these guys is, you know, AJ has AJ wants the championship back, and Daniel Bryan wants to continue to use the platform. Uh, we're going to see who's able to come out on top at the Royal Rumble, but tonight, Daniel Bryan definitely came out on top. They called it resourceful. So we cut backstage to R-Truth and Car Carmella for a quick comedy segment. You know, uh, they were just chatting it out. Uh, R-Truth wants to face off, since he's going to be number 30 at the Rumble, he wants to face off against either AJ Styles or Daniel Bryan. I mean, he wants to stay on the SmackDown brand. Uh, Carmella asked him why does he want to take on Brock Lesnar and well it's very obvious why <laughs> you know and he even made a reference to uh, going down to the cruiserweight division so, well, yo, he, he's under the impression that he's going to win the Royal Rumble match so number 30 take it serious and uh, you know Carmella moves on to speak on to Charlotte and uh, you know she's asking about uh how she thinks she's she thinks she's gonna just waltz in like she waltzes in everything else, learn some uh, spoiled type and win the match. And no, so Carmella tried to share some experience with it from the Royal Rumble match last year. I think yeah, that was the first ever. So you know she had a good point, but Charlotte is definitely I think they said supremely confident in herself going in. I don't know what number none of us know what number she drew. You know I I don't want to give my guess. But either way, it's going to be a great one. So next up, we got Mustafa Ali taking on Samoa Joe. And um, yeah, I think it might be a good one. I think it, I can't. This was one of the matches I didn't get to see all of. But uh, Samoa Joe is no joke, you know, as far as in-ring uh, goes. And Mustafa Ali, we know, can uh, he, has, he has all of the tools, but... Samoa Joe is a bit more experienced than him as far as, like, the main roster goes. So, let's see how it all turns out. Uh, Samoa Joe picks up the victory. Cool match. Uh, high flying, taking on the power. And that was pretty much what, well, the story that was told between those two. Ultimately, when uh, Mustafa Ali had Joe set up in the corner for the 0-5-4, Joe crotched him, then hit him with the coquina clutch and tapped him out then put him to sleep and this is uh Joe saying that he's definitely coming to the Royal Rumble match with a plan I'm assuming he's going to put Cass to sleep and then just dump the body over the top rope but we're going to have to see how the rest how that plays out this Sunday at the Royal Rumble okay. met backstage with the new day and the lovely Kayla Braxton what, 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 what's going on Chimmel, <laughs> Tony Chimmel really showed up on SmackDown Live. That was awesome. So the New Day isn't sharing their strategy for winning the Royal Rumble match this Sunday, but they, but Kofi definitely has a plan. We know Kofi's become synonymous with the Royal Rumble match with some kind of amazing way to stay in the ring. So I can only imagine what these guys are cooking up as far as the match goes on Sunday. But now. It's time for the main event. Andrade versus uh, Rey Mysterio. I know this is going to be a good one. 
So Andrade scores the first four out of the two out of three falls match these guys are having. And it has been simply not, nothing short of amazing. The spot last week where Ray jumped off of the post while Andrade was on the apron and hit him with a hurricanrana, which sent Andrade all crashing down to the mat and a huge bounce. They redid that spot, but this time Ray completely jumped from the the top rope out of the ring while Andrade was on well, down on the floor, I guess we could call it. But it it was amazing. We saw a big a big drop kick during the commercial break. In that replay spot, it was a giant drop kick from over the top rope and through the bottom one. But either way, Andrade scored the first fall off of. Uh, pure power he's showing that he has all of the package and ray is uh, you know he's a smaller stature so he's a uh, lighter weight but he, when he went for a hurricane off the top rope andrade was able to lift him back up in powerbomb position and lift both of them go getting up to the top rope and delivering a super uh, super sit down powerbomb and that that was enough to keep ray out of it for the count of three so it's one zip for right now, one zero. Andrade is up. Let's see how the rest of this match plays out. Ray picks up the second fall, but it was uh, so now the score is tied at one one after that giant. I guess it's called the Canadian Destroyer, but man, it was crazy. Andrade had tried to hit him with a second power. Well, he did hit him with a second power bomb off of the uh, off of the. It was a springboard type over the top rope. Ray kicks out at two and then hits, uh, well, Andrade goes for a third one, but this is where Ray was able to uh, uh, reverse his way out into the Canadian Destroyer, picking up the one, two, three. So it's one to one, and let's see how this match concludes. So Ray was closing in on victory, and then Samoa Joe comes in right after the 619 and power bombs Ray onto the apron. Now you see going into the royal rumble on sunday you know well and he took out andrade also but going into the royal rumble sunday joe is showing everyone exactly what his idea is he's gonna choke everyone out and he's gonna just toss him over the top rope he's quick enough to you know do a lot of this stuff he's making himself look real uh real good going into that match he's uh formidable that's the word that comes to mind. So, very good. See if he has anything to say. Oh, man, look. That's what he said. He said he wanted to prove to everyone that he's ready to he's ready to win. Man. Look at it. And out of nowhere, RKO. My man Randy. Oh my goodness. You know, this is a great way to uh, close out the show. We haven't seen Randy in some time. And even. This is great. <laughs> it was funny, man. Very comical. He was able to 
<laughs> this it was funny. Came in out of nowhere, and that's and that was exactly what was needed at the very end of the show. Funny surprise. It was just real cool. You know, I don't sleep on Randy at all. So that's how that all took place. So Royal Rumble stream alive this Sunday on the WWE Network. Tune in, man. Get your get it if you don't have it. It's so worth it because we also gonna get Elimination Chamber and if you ain't get it yet, you get it for free. Come on. So, after the, well this tomorrow, we're gonna be doing the 205 Live Recap. This is Blake. Shouts to Everything Pro Wrestling. Shouts to Tom. Shouts to the Scumbag. Shouts to Brandon and Mike. Podcast in the Shadows. I will catch you guys, yeah, tomorrow for 205.